morning, Top Fan Reverie followers. On a Tuesday morning, yes, it's time. We are coming back, and it is a discussion that we normally have every year. This year, we slimmed it down a little bit because we did not want you to be late for work as you're listening to this. So I brought Big Dave in the house. I got Dave Schaefer in the house. I got Jim in the house. I got Mikey Bleeds Blue in the house. And we are going to talk about the Hall of Fame versus the Hall of Very Good. Gentlemen, how are you this morning? Great, Great, Bill. Thanks thanks for having us back on. Looking forward to this. We're going to have a good time, right? We're going to have a good time. Yes, sir. Me too. So here's what we decided to do. The the five of us chatted, and I'm going to present five names that are on the Hall of Fame ballot this year. And these guys are going to tell me whether or not they think that they should be in the Hall of Fame and maybe even give us a reason why. Then they're going to give us two names that they think should be in, and I'm going to close up with three names. So we're going to have some fun just talking about the Hall of Fame or the Hall of Very Good. Um, now, this is everybody's own opinion, so don't at us, don't clip us, don't do any of that stuff. This is all our own opinion. Um, Mikey's got a bat in his hand. You guys can't see it, but he's got a bat. So he is the guy that is uh, going to protect us tonight. Any of you at us or clip us, whatever, this morning. First of all, I, I, I just allow me to say, allow me to jump in here and say, um, I appreciate you baseball purists having a lowly Astros fan among the mitts. It's nice to be in great company. And go on and add. I say go kick rocks and, uh, you know, you know where to find me on social media. But, you know, I, I'm dealing with two Dodger fans, a White Sox fan, and I'm two not sure who Jim. Two White Sox fans and two Dodger boy. I am outnumbered, so it's on. <laughs> you know, 05, at least we got the better end of 17. Yeah, yes, you did. Somebody's. Somebody's banging a trash can. Hold on. Fastball. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, anyway, now I, I digress. I, I appreciate y'all uh, letting me in here and getting my south side opinion here on this. Fastball. Right. All right. Mr. Schaefer, lead us off here. Adrian Beltre. Hall of Fame, Hall of Very Good. He had a really, really good career, and I really, really enjoyed watching him. He had fun playing the game. I'm putting him in. You're putting him in? Okay. What about you, Mike? Are you putting Adrian Beltre in? 3,000 hits. He's in. Jim? Absolutely. 3,000 hits. I believe he had 495 home runs. So, yeah, definitely first battle Hall of Famer. Big Dave. Well, I hate to go with the trend, but yeah, Beltre seems to be a lock. And dare I say, he'll get numbers approaching Jeter or Griffey. He'll be in the high 98s, I'm sure. He won't be unanimous. You know, nobody's Mariano, but but he's in. So, Dave, what hat do you think he'll wear when he gets in, though? Wow. <laughs> Good question. Don't know. Um, I can't even guess. Does he the, wear a White uh, Sox hat? Does, or I mean, uh, does he wear a Red Sox hat? Does he wear a Dodger hat? Or does he wear I a remember, Rangers hat? I, I think he goes in with Texas. Rangers. I think he's going to wear a Texas hat myself. He went to a two World Series with them. Yeah. So I think I think Texas is going to be the the cap he has. Okay, now I know why y'all brought me on to get all this Texas propaganda on here. I don't care who he goes with, just not the Langers. <laughs> I think All that's right, what's going to be, though. Mike, yes. you're up. Round two. Joe Maurer, Hall of Fame, Hall of Very Good. 
You know, I'm an I'm a I'm an old I'm a get off your lawn older guy. So, uh, Paul is very good on this one. Paul is very good. Uh, he catcher first base. I mean, really good hitter. But I just you know, Paul is very good. Okay. What about you, Jim? Well, staying him for many years, torment the White Sox. Um, Banning champion, MVP. I I think he gets in. Uh, I don't think it's going to be an overwhelming uh, where he's going to be in the, the high 90s. I think he's going to uh, barely squeak in, but I, I would say, yeah, he, he's in. Okay. Big Dave? Yeah, I got to go with Jim there. Um, you know, 75 is passing to the baseball writers, so I think he'll squeak in. Um, you know, he's identifiable. I mean, Joe Maurer, the twins, you know, like he's scrappy. He's, he's a baseball guy. So I, I think he's just on the cusp of being very good slipping into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Dave Schaefer. Yeah, you know, I watched him play the White Sox like you guys did for a lot of years. And, and for the first six, seven years of his career, he was unstoppable. And then the injuries caught up with him. Um, I'm not putting him in putting him in the hall very good um i'm i'll put him in because of the 2100 hits i'm just not putting him in as a first ballot guy i might put him in as a third ballot or a fourth ballot kind of guy but i i agree with both mikey and, and dave that i mean he's the only reason i'm going to put him in is because he was dangerous when he played his first couple of years and he kind of he was Kind of Joe Torre esque, where Joe Torre was a catcher as, a, as an all star, third baseman, then a first baseman as an all star. Joe Maurer was an all star at first base. He was an all star as a catcher. So, I mean, I, I, but it's hard to, it's hard to, his numbers don't, if he wasn't a catcher, his numbers aren't good enough to get there, but he was a catcher to start out his career. You know, the story with him, too, is he was born and raised in Minnesota, goes to the University of Minnesota, and plays his whole career with the Twins. And, you know, the Hall, they like they like some of those stories, and that's one of those stories where he born and bred Minnesota in his whole career. Yeah, yeah, no, that's – and that's one of those things exactly. That's one of those things where it's, it's, it's a feel-good story, too, right? To piggyback on what Dave said, I think he, he, he falls a victim to playing a little bit too long. Um, you know, like like Dave said, he was unstoppable first eight seasons or so, and then you know you, you drag out five six more at mediocre mediocrity. Mm -hmm. No, it's. I think, I think he got hurt too because he signed a big contract there, and then right when he signed that contract, he got hurt and never really lived up to those dollars. I mean, he was making yeah. twenty three million a year for eight years and never really played to that level. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it. Joe Mauer's Joe Mauer's a debatable one, I, and I know, you know, by the time everybody hears this on on Tuesday morning, we'll know the answer to all this. Um, but you know, yeah. I mean, um, if he did get in, it wouldn't be criminal, you know. Yeah. It would, it you know. So these are just our opinions. That's all. Yep, one hundred percent. All right, uh, Big Dave, uh, Billy Wagner. Lights out Billy Wagner. It is a travesty that he is getting to the 10th ballot. He should have already been in there. And I'm not just being the homer here. The numbers don't lie. One of the most 
fantastic relief pitchers of all time. Billy Wagner is Hall of Fame material. Okay. Dave Schaefer. You know, I, I have, you know, fantastic career. I mean, 422 saves. Um, I'd probably err on the side of putting them in. I think the rules on the unwritten rules on putting pitchers in are way, way outdated and need to be updated. We can get into that later, but uh, yeah, I'm putting them in. Um, some of the purists might not like that because of the unwritten rules, whatever. Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, the dude threw 100 miles an hour. When you saw that bullpen door open and see a left-handed closer come out, it's pretty scary. Mikey, what about you? Billy Wagner. Yeah, you, you got to let him in. I mean, you know, I watched some of his games, and uh, lefties for sure really didn't want to face the guy. I mean, when he came in, he he that was his mound, and everybody knew it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I got to agree. 420 plus saves. Uh, dominating when he came in. And I, I just look, uh, I believe he had 68% last year. I think he comes in maybe a 10% uh, higher this year, but I think the momentum is there for him to get in this year. Yeah. You see, forget about 05 and forget about 17. White Sox fans, Dodgers fans, and Astros fans can all agree. Billy Wagner deserves to be in the hall. Go Strohs. But I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you forgot the postscript. My bad. Just as the credits are rolling, but I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get in, but I'm throwing eggs at the bust. I got you. Yeah. You know, it just dawned on me that we've got, uh, we've got 05 and 17 in the house. And this is, when I put this together, it, I mean, I had three other people that were joining us that all had to back out. So now we got some it, fun. It is over. a tale of two emotions for an Astros fan. I was at game four and watched the White Sox celebrate on our field <laughs> after a sweep. And, and I was, you know, um, mortified. And then 17, yeah. I mean, if we had to go out and win it like Ric Flair by ill means, so be it. We cheated better than everybody else. Eventually, it will all come out, but that's for another show. <laughs> Too awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Schaefer, you lead off now. Um, Hod Helton. Does Hod Helton get in? Oh, boy. Well, if I say no, um, there's a certain college coach in a certain town in eastern Tennessee that might have words with me. Because um, he is a UT alum, and he's in the UT uh, Hall of Fame, I believe. Um, I'm definitely putting him in. He had he had an unbelievable career in Colorado. Um, yeah, I mean, he's in. Twenty five hundred hits. Okay, so you're saying you're saying he's in, Mikey? What do you say? Yeah. Nope. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, he played in Colorado, um, had all the advantages there. Great hitter, no doubt. But, I mean, why not let Al Oliver had 2,700-something hits? I mean, no. No. How many hits did he wind up with? 2,500 and change. Yeah, no. No. Okay. 
Jim? I say yeah. Uh, I I big fan of hitting and uh, yeah, he was helped by Coors Field, but he did hit on the road, so uh, he did have a solid career. I do I do believe he gets in and uh, not sure would he be the first Rocky in there? Is I know Larry Walker played for the Rockies, but uh, I know Helton played his whole career there. Uh, would he be the first really Rocky in there? Um, Not sure. I don't think Larry Walker went in as a as a um, I don't think he went in as a a Rocky, did he? Did he went in as an expo? I mean, so expos what Cardinals and Rockies? Yeah. I mean, I went in as a, right, that's a good question. Yeah, I, oh. I would probably. Yeesh, I don't know Colorado probably. I I, I don't know. He divvied them up all pretty good, so he probably put up really good numbers with all of them. He did. He did. Um, Big D. Well, yeah. He, yeah, he's in for sure for me. Okay. Well, Big D. When we get done, I'm going to buy a lottery ticket because I'm agreeing with Mikey again, and I just can't believe it. Um, I don't think he gets in. Um, 17 seasons at Coors Field, you know, that's going to elevate some numbers. Um, and let's not forget the postseason struggles. Um you know, so he may be good enough to be the Rockies' only retired number, but no, he's all very good for me. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to break the tie, and believe it or not, I'm actually going to put him in. And I'll I'll tell you, I know that he played in uh, Coors, but he did have two seasons where he hit over, uh, or he had 200 plus hits. He has almost 600 doubles, and he has a career batting average of three. Uh, 316. So it's hard not to put him in. Um, now, he was also one of those guys that when he came to LA and he played on uh, on the ravine or at the ravine, I should say, he also leveled up. So it's hard to like him. And Mikey, tell me I'm wrong, but man, this guy leveled no, up. No, he was a Dodger killer, but he, you know, he he killed a lot of teams. So yep. when, when, when we're saying a guy gets penalized because he's uh, playing a course field in the light air, when are we going to start penalizing the guys that play in the fields where maybe the fences are shorter, there's a right field porch or some other yeah. advantage that boosts their numbers? I mean, like I mean it's, like, it's luck of the draw. You play where you play. Your numbers are your numbers. we got to stop, you know, restricting people and keeping them out because of these unwritten rules. That's my well, I, I just don't think 2,500 is enough for me. Not when there's guys with 2,700 or more that aren't in. I mean, that, that's just me. We all have our own yeah. opinion. It, it's just me. Yeah. I just don't want to penalize somebody because of the field he played in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Mikey, you are up last. Here we go on my five before we end with or get to your two. Gary Sheffield. 2,689 hits, 509 home runs, career batting average of 292, and can bench press all of us with one hand and have a cheeseburger in the other. Yes, I like, I think the, um, the power number, uh, over 500 homers, um, the sexy numbers. Uh, yeah, I Gary gets in. Great hitter. Big D. Yeah, um, I got to agree again with Mikey. Um, 
You know, I, I think, again, this is one of those things where the writers are fickle. His appearance on the Mitchell Report, I think, is hurting him a bit. Um, but, I mean, Sheffield was a beast for a long time, man. So, it's – the numbers, like, don't lie. I mean, 509 career homers, 42 homers in a season. You know, that Marlins run was phenomenal, too. So It's hard to argue Sweet that. Sweet back then, too. Oh, God, yes. What about you? Uh, what do you think, Jim? He may get in eventually. I don't know about right now. Um, I still think the writers, they, they like to hold grudges for uh, reasons of their own. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 509 home runs, uh, it's hard to ignore that. I I think at some point, yeah, he does get in. Uh, but it might not be uh, right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Dr. Schaefer. Yeah, I got to agree. He's, he's going to get in. Um, I do think the same thing you guys said, you know, the, uh, the relationship with the press, how ornery he was at times, and, and the, uh, the appearance in that report is going to hurt him. Um, I just want to point out, too, for all the people who just love the statistic war, um, you know, being sarcastic, um, Gary Sheffield's career war is 60.5, Todd Helton 61.8. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah i I have trouble with Sheffield because I think you know he he was a little bit of a hothead. He he didn't always get along with people, and not that you have to always get along with people, right? But gosh, he's just he's one of those wild cards. So unfortunately, I gotta I gotta say no on Chef. Um, I, I know it's I think it's his last year on the ballot, but I'm gonna say no with the sports writers. Let the veterans, like the veterans crew that they had recently, guys that played against him, let them vote for. Him. And if they vote him in, great, then I'm in. Right. But if if they don't vote him in, then that's on him. Those are guys that he played with, played against, right? If Glavin and, and Smoltz and and uh, Maddox and guys like that, Chipper Jones, want to vote him in, then good for them. Right. So also says something in how Roger Clemens and and uh, Barry Bonds didn't get voted in by that group. But that's another that's another podcast. <laughs> um, all right. Big D, you got uh, you're up for your two names first. Give us the first one and let us talk about it. Man, you know what? I'm going to just stay true to the stereotype, and I'm going to keep it real H-Town. And I got to go with the big Puma, my boy Lance Berkman. Um, 15 seasons, uh, you know, a lifetime, 293 batting average, 422 doubles, 366 dingers, um, a 943 OPS that still ranks in the 25th uh, in Major League history. So, I mean – the writers don't like him. I don't know, you know, for whatever reasons. But I mean, among switch hitter, he, he he's like second in career OP. Okay. BS and slow. So, I mean. so what do you think, Jim Lance Berkman? All right now, I still leave Hall very good with him. Uh, nice career. Uh, maybe at some point down the line again, uh, if he doesn't get in via the writers, he gets in on a on a veterans ballot, but. Uh, right now, I'd say Liston is Hall very good. Okay. Yeah, what about you, Dr. Schaefer? 
Yeah, I have to agree. He's a really nice career. Um, you know, he, he didn't crack 400 homers, but he's got a nice war uh, over 50. Um, uh, I, I call it very good. I don't think he, he makes the cut. What about you, uh, Mikey? Uh, Hollow, very good, but boy, was he a scary uh, at bat for pitchers. I mean, the the guy, the guy could hit, and he enjoyed playing baseball. But Hollow, very good, yeah. very good. He, um, uh, one of my favorite highlights of him is running up that crazy hill that they used to have at the juice Bounce box, hill. Uh, and him catching the ball like this and turning around and putting his legs. In. Yeah, um, I. I like Lance Berkman. I, again, Dodger killer. Uh, 1,900 hits, though, doesn't cross that threshold. I'm going to go Hall of Very Good, but I would love to see how his colleagues that are in the Hall of Fame would vote for him or would not vote for him because I think he's a good dude. But, yeah, I mean, that's one of those super nice guys that maybe just a little short. Um, what's your next one, uh, Big Dave? Okay, he wasn't an Astro for very long, but that's not because he wasn't my favorite guy. Um, Kenny Lofton. Um, you know, I know that that his Cleveland run uh, is the majority of it, but, I mean, as a rookie, he stole 66 bases, you know what I'm saying? And then next year, he stole 70. Um, it, it, just to put it in perspective, if you put his numbers up with Tim Raines, and we all love Tim Raines. Well, I know I love Tim Raines, Hall of Famer. Uh, you can argue that Lofton would have surpassed Reigns if he'd have played a few more seasons. Um, career war, 68.4. Uh, and I think Lofton was also better defensively. So I, I think Kenny um, deserves to be in there. 299 hitter. Yeah. J Jim, do you agree? You think Kenny belongs in? Right now, I I got to go Hall very good. Just me personally. Okay. Uh, 299 hitter, yeah, uh, and stolen base uh, numbers, but I, I got to leave Hall very good. Okay, what about you, Dave? I'm looking at that 68 war, and I'm thinking that's probably good enough to get in. You know, okay. that's a big, big number. He influenced a lot of games. He had some big uh, seven, five, six, seven war seasons. Um, yeah, I put him in. By you, Mikey. I, you know, the guy was a game changer, a disruptor, um, a pest, whatever, however you want to say it. Um, you know, put the ball in play, was fast, played great D, but I'm just, I'm Hall of Very Good because my numbers have to be good. I think that, uh, you know, I mean, I know as times change, numbers change and things, but. I just I don't want the the Hall of Fame to get watered down. I, you know, I just I want elite of the elite stuff. So, no, Hall of very very good. So, this is a guy that's played for all three of our teams. He started in Houston, he did play for the White Sox for a season, played for the Dodgers for a season. <clears throat> but Big Dave, pick up the phone, call Kenny, tell him that Top Ten Rivalry has nominated him and he has successfully gotten the vote for the Hall of Fame. Because I'm saying yes on this. Um, 92, 66 stolen bases. 93, 70 stolen bases. 94, 60. 95, 54. 96, 75. 
as Dave has pointed out, a war of 68.4. He had 2,400 hits. It's really hard for a guy, um, you know, batted 299 career-wise over 17 years. It's really hard for a guy to not – I mean, that that's one of those ones. There's another name that I would throw out too, but I'm going to wait and see if you guys bring him up or not. But, yeah, I I, I say the Kenny's – but I agree with Mike. You don't want to water things down, but you got a guy that has almost 700 stolen bases. I mean, that's – 622 stolen bases is really hard not to give him a little bit of love, right? So, all right, Mr. Jim, uh, who's your first guy? Who are we voting on first? Well, the one uh, I was up uh, three or uh, five years ago, I uh, went up to Detroit during the Alan Trammell number retirement ceremony, and there was a big love for Lou Whitaker, uh, the other half of that double play combination in Detroit. And you don't hear too much about him. He's actually, you don't hear much about him nowadays, but uh, I know the movement up there, they love to see him in. Uh, that was premier double play combo in the American League, uh, especially during that 84 Tiger team that went 35 and 5 out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so you're saying Lou Whitaker. Uh, that was the guy I was thinking of when I said, I'm going to wait and see if anybody mentions him. Dave Schaefer, what do you think about Lou Whitaker? Uh, I loved him when he played. I know that. That shows my age. Um, gosh. 75 war career. Played his whole career in one city. Uh, I put him in. I think he's got a really, really impressive career. Something that probably won't be duplicated. Staying in one city for that long and doing that well. Okay. Um, what do you think, uh, Mikey? Again, just for me, Hollow very good. Um, great career. Yeah, him and Alan Trammell are, you know, iconic double play combination for all those years. Um, but like you know, I said, um, there was a lot of good second basemen in that era, and I mean, he was better than a lot of them. But I just I need more numbers. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, what do you think, Dave? Yeah. Um. The 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 other half of that that double play turning tandem with him and Trammell. Um. Yeah. I think Lou deserves to be in 1978 Rookie of the Year. Um. Couple of Gold Gloves, Silver Slugger. That 75 WAR is higher than uh somebody we call Mr. Derek Jeter. Um, and it still ranks like 80th all time. So, I mean, 80th all time in the history of baseball, that's some numbers. So, yeah, I think Lou deserves to get in. Jim, pick up the phone. He got a four to one vote. Let him know that he is in the top fan rivalry Hall of Fame. He made it in, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I was shocked. And I, I don't know, Dave Schaefer, I don't know if I was talking to you about this. I don't remember who I was talking to, but I had to go and research it out. And I was shocked that. Lou Whitaker wasn't already in. I thought he was in when they put Trammell, and I thought that was the second part. But, again, so, yeah. So, good call. Uh, Jim, you got one of your guys in. Who's your next guy? Well, my dad and me were talking about this uh, yesterday, and uh, I stayed at second base, and we brought up Jeff Kent. Okay. Okay. Uh, I believe the, uh, if he's not the, the top second base home run hitter, he's up there. Uh, but uh, solid career, 
um, and we discussed him that uh, going back and forth. Is he? Isn't he? Okay. So I, I I'd be curious to see what uh what everybody well, what's else your vote think. is he in or is he not in? I I think right now I'm I'm torn honestly because uh the num he had good numbers but you're playing you got the playing with bonds and uh you know is he going to be hampered you know, that whole the steroid era uh is he going to be hampered with with that at all I. I think he, he gets in at some point. Um, okay. Just not right now. Not right now. Okay. What do you think, Dave? Just to, you know, I'm looking at the stats here, and this is uh, your kind of prototype late bloomer. He didn't do a ton his first five or six years in the league, and then he just turned it on when he moved on to uh, the Giants and got uh, – I guess some help in the lineup. Argue how that help got there, but it got there. Um, you know, two ninety batting average, twenty four hundred hits. I'm in the hall of very good on this one. If, if he would have evened out that career and and not had seven or eight years at the beginning where he was kind of pretty average, then he'd be in. Okay, I like that, uh, Mikey. Hall of very good. Man of many words. Big Dave. Um, he may have hit the most homers for a second baseman, but just for the fact that he moved Craig Biggio to the outfield when he came into town, you don't get in, Jeff Kent. <laughs> um, uh, Jim, you're going to have to call him and let him know that he went 0 for 5 in his <laughs> balloting with us. Um. Jeff Kent will never get my vote. He is an Edison Charger. I am a Fountain Valley Baron. We are rival high schools. He'll never get my vote for anything, including dog catcher or anything. Even when he was a Dodger, he wouldn't get my vote. So I just want to get that on record. Yikes. There's pure hate for Edison Chargers. So just it goes back years. But anyways, yeah. Okay, so Jeff, I'm sorry. When you call him up, just let him know. You know, we'll keep talking about him over the years, but it's just not going to happen right now. I'll break it to him. And, uh, I'll break yeah. it to him gently. Break it to him easy. <laughs> tell him to come out and visit you. It's only like negative 15 or wherever you're at. So just tell him, come out and visit me. Bring your shorts. It'll be fun. He does have <laughs> one of the greatest uh, lines in, in baseball, though. And th th it was a money conversation. And it had to do with his contract or something. And he said, the money lies in the RBIs. Yeah. <laughs> -dun -dun I like it, Jeff. That I can get behind. All right, Mr. Schaefer, who do you got? Who are we nominating first? I, I know one of your nominations. I can't believe it hasn't been said yet, but by all means. Well, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at pitchers here today. We're talking a lot about hitters. I'm going the pitcher side. Okay. Predictable, probably. Um, first one I'm going to bring up is going to be a surprise to you. That's Tim Hudson. Tim Hudson. Does... games. Okay. 222-game winner, 63% winning percentage. Um, he is uh, 79th in pitcher war um, career. Um, had a fantastic career. I think um, 
with a 3.49 ERA, 1.24 WHIP. So just for, for just it's a gamer. Um, I think I think I think we got to get off of this 300 win garbage because it's never ever going to happen again. And recognize some of these guys that really went to battle for their teams and kept them in and and really got them, uh, you know, owned the pitching staff and and got those teams in the postseason more often than not. So, so you vote for Timmy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mikey? Uh, he picked on the Dodgers a lot. Um, I'm on the fence on this one because um, he did have a really good career and he, you know, he, he but I can't, change, no, Paula, very good. Okay. Okay. What about you, Big Dave? Uh you know what? This is this guy's a, a stud, man. Let's you know, like 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 Dave said, two hundred wins is no slouch. Okay, JV may be the last guy that catches three hundred, um, but this guy was putting in seven, eight innings. Bill, we talk about it all the time that you don't see that anymore. You know, um, you know uh, the when he became the 15th pitcher to get 200. Do y'all remember that game? Like he, he, he went insane in that game. I think he had a dinger also. Um, like just, yeah, I, I, I think the hoodie and that sinker ball put him in. Okay. Uh, I like it. I like it. What do you think, Jim? Well, he was one of those pitchers. I did enjoy, uh, watching on TV. Um, when he pitched against the Sox, I didn't enjoy him so much. Uh, <laughs> But I got to still lean hauled off very good. Okay. Um, this guy was a workhorse. This guy looked like an athlete. Even the year that he retired, he still was built like a workhorse. So, um, Mr. Schaefer, if you can call Tim Hudson and let him know that he got in on a three to two vote, he is now in the Hall of Fame for Top Fan Rivalry. Congratulations, Tim Hudson. Great pick. Oh, joining his buddy is Auburn. Auburn buddy, Frank Thomas. There you go. All right. So um, at the very least, he deserves to get in for Eric Young breaking his leg, that stepping on him at that play at first. Like, that's very, very true. And I'm with you, Mikey. I used to hate this guy when he pitched against the Dodgers because it seemed like he always had our number. But, mm, yeah, I, I haven't thought about Tim Hudson in a while. So that's a good, good pickup, Dave. Um, I think I know who you're going to say next, but please, by all means, say it. Yeah, so, so this guy um, pitched two fewer years than Tim Hudson, um, won 214 games, but pitched another 160 innings more than Mr. Hudson, and uh, had a 1.28 whip, 3.80 ERA, um, threw a perfect game, threw a no-hitter, and won the won a World Series against a, a team in Southeast Texas. That would be Mark Burley. Yeah. The captain of the one-hour, 15-minute game. 3,300 <laughs> 30, innings in 16 years. Amazing. Mikey, what do you think? Mark Burley. Again, I mean, <laughs> these are all hard because, you know, I mean, if any of them did get in, you know, 
you'd be like, okay. He, he. But me, again, he was a joy to watch, but Hollow very good. Okay. Big Dave. Um, yeah, I'm going to be that guy. If I'm a baseball writer, just because of 05, I'm saying no. He's just mediocre. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I, I'm I'm bitter, you know, whatever. Say what you like. Oh, five still hurts. And no, I don't like him. I don't like AJ Przinsky either. So there. So, so Mike, is it okay if we say that 17 still hurts? Like, are we allowed to say that to you? Oh, he knows my stance on 17. <laughs> All right, Jim. What do you think? Well, uh, being the season ticket holder, obviously I've seen Burley many, many, many times. I was at his uh, no-hitter against Texas. Uh, my heart says yes. Uh, he was the first player to record a win and a save in, in the World Series. He won game two, and then he got the save in game three, That uh, the longest, uh, longest game at that point. Jeff won with the home run. Uh, my heart says yes, but I think the media, they're, they're going to keep voting no on him, um, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I think he's going to end up in the Hall very good. But for me, he is a Hall of Famer. Okay. So you say he's a Hall of Famer. This is a guy that literally put a buck in the parking meter and in 35 minutes said, don't tow my car because I'll be done by then. I'll get you seven innings in 35 minutes. Um, this is also a guy that nobody – so you just pointed out a stat that I was going to point out, Jim, which is you got a save and a win in a World Series game. He's had a no-no. He's had a perfect game. Um, I he, He's a very, very – if we look at – if we use the barometer of 300 wins, very few people are going to get there. If we use the barometer of 200 wins, now you kind of open things up a little bit. Um this one's hard for me, but I, Dave, give him a call. Let him know he got elected. Uh, I'm going to go on a three to two vote on this one because it's, I know Big Dave is shaking his head, but it's hard. He was a left handed pitcher and he was so good. Go back and watch his style. I was lefty. So left handed pitcher, go, you got to go back and watch his style and just, yeah. I, I know there were two, I know there were two different styles of pitchers, but his wins weren't far off from uh, Roy Halladay. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. But I mean, it, I think you know the the, the no hitter, the perfect game in the World Series. How many guys have that trifecta in their in their wallet? I, I know. And you talk about a World Series ring, a perfect game, a no hitter, uh, and a save in a World Series, as well as a win in a World Series. So those are benchmarks that people like to check off. Throw two hundred wins well, in there, thirty three hundred innings. Multiple gold glove winner, too, for his position. Yeah. And big day. I know this is killing you, big day, but, um, you know, it is. Go ahead. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to lose my new friends here. So, I, you know, <laughs> if and when, if and when Berkman gets in, I might, I might swing my vote. But until then, you know what? No. So what you're saying is, Lance and Mark oh, need to get in the same right here. Yeah, I mean, come on, you know. All right, Mikey, it's up to you. Who's your first guy? 
I have two, and they're both old, older players, you know, okay. from this the 60s and 70s. Um, and I wouldn't even vote them in, but I think that they should be looked at is all. Uh, okay. One is Al Oliver, who I Hold said on. earlier, 27, okay. over 2,700 hits. Hold on. Over Hold on. Let, let's talk about that for a second. So would you vote Al Oliver in? Probably not, but I think he should be looked at more than he, you know, he's never really even, I don't think, been talked about much. I, I just, you know, I, I've already laid my platform of I'm very picky on who's going to get in. So if we're not going to let the people who have the gambling thing against him or the steroids thing against him, I, I you know, I can't let a lot of guys in who have, I think, more just mediocre numbers okay okay what about you oh sorry um you know that's tough man this is an older guy you know i'm 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 the young buck here you know uh (laughs) but uh lifetime 303 batting average you know and this is back when guys were aiming at your chin um 2700 hits you know uh played a lot of baseball for a long time he got a ring Silver Slugger won a batting title. Um, you know, I I I would dare say he, you know, would he go in as a pirate, you know, original or or an expo? As long as he don't go in as a ranger, put him in. <laughs> yeah, he played for a lot of teams, but uh, yeah. Jim, what do you think? I think there's uh I would say Ed, uh, twenty seven hundred hits is definitely no slouch. Uh, considering now three thousand uh, hits, we don't know who the next one's going to be for that. I think uh, too big. It's time. I think uh, some of these numbers we got to reexamine them. And uh, yeah, twenty seven hundred hits is definitely no slouch. Um, you know, there's. I was high hits too. I think that well, I'm not going to mention it in case somebody else has it, but uh, who. We could debate too, and uh, I think uh, it's time we take a look at his numbers again. But uh, specifically, Al Oliver, I'll say in. Okay, uh, what do you say, Dave? I'm going to put him in. Um, career three hundred three hitter with uh, that long of a career and everything. I think he deserves to be in. Yeah, he's he, Mikey. This one's tough because he's got almost. He's got almost uh, twenty seven hundred hits, right? So maybe he has tough. over twenty seven hundred. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, twenty seven hundred forty uh, forty three uh, three oh three um, overall batting average. Eighteen years he played for almost every team uh, in the league, um, but he's he's one of these guys, um, and I'm he's one of these guys that reminds me of a guy like Dick Allen that just people just forget about, but are, are kind of really good. Um, I, I like his numbers, so I'm going to, I'm going to give him the vote, Mikey, but um, if you can call him and let him know that he just got elected to the hall of fame, that'd be great. Um, you know, let me know what he says. Um, 9,049 at bats, man. That's all. Yeah. Uh, 9,049 so at bats. Exactly. Yeah. My next one um Again, is another guy from the the sixties and seventies, and we talk about you know everybody saying Buster Posey should get in. Um, 
And we talk about Thurman Munson should probably get in with the numbers he had. Um, the guy that I'm looking at um, played right around uh, Thurman Munson's time and a little earlier is uh, Bill Freehan. Ooh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, would you put him in? He played 61 to 76. Yeah, uh, well, I'm saying if if everybody is talking about Buster Posey getting in, then yes, I think you would have to uh, put Bill Freehan in. Okay, okay. Um, uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Big Dave? Uh, you know, I, I this is a, a, a you know BD before Dave. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the guy was an eleven time All Star before I was born, so. Uh, but just looking at numbers, and I know catchers catch a raw deal, but, you know, lifetime 262 with 200 dingers, you know, that's just very good to me. And, you know, but what do I know? I wasn't even born before this guy did most of his dirty work. So, yeah, I wasn't either. Jim, what do you think? I got to stay home very good. Admittedly, um, I was born a year after he stop playing but i look i've seen his numbers i uh nice career uh nice ball player uh, i've talked to my dad about him we we talk uh baseball a lot but uh i gotta leave home very good okay uh dave schaefer yeah i'm educating myself here this is um probably not bd but uh before <laughs> i was paying attention to the uh the rest of the division, I was my focus was on uh, Bill Melton and Dick Allen and Ed Herman. So, uh, I, I, you know, I'm with everyone else here. I mean, um, if I could, if, if I could, I love catching. It's one of my favorite positions. I feel like uh, I know a little bit about it. And if I could watch him and watch how he received his pitches, and if I knew that he made his staff better, that is the key role of the pit, a catcher. Um, as an all-star, you could probably make that leap that he did, but uh, that would be the deciding factor for me. The 260 average and the uh, the hits aren't enough to do it on their own. Yeah, the, the thing, he did get to catch our uh, a couple of really good uh, pitchers in uh, Denny McLean and Mickey Lolich. Um, so, yeah, he, 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 he had a really good career. I, I liked him. If they're saying Thurman Munson, I mean, he has just as good as numbers as Thurman Munson. He offensively, he has more hits than uh, probably Buster Posey. Yeah, over 1,500 hits, almost 1,600. That's that's no shy number. Yeah. Well, and, and having a couple guys like that on your staff, um, you know, a, a good catcher will never admit it, but he gets some of that credit for those guys for years. Yeah, he caught he he was the catcher of the year. Denny McLean had thirty wins. Yeah. Okay, so what we know so far, Bill Freehan, um, Jeff Kent, and Lance Berkman are still on the ballots, but they have not been elected to the Hall of Fame yet. We have elected, however, Kenny Lofton, Lou Whitaker, Tim Hudson, Al Oliver, and Mark Burley. Um, let's go with the last three candidates here that we have to round off our 15. I'm going to throw one out there right now. Um, played from 1976 to 1993, albeit maybe a year or two long. But do we let Dale Murphy in the Hall of Fame? Jim, what do you think? 
I, me personally, I've always believed he he is a Hall of Famer, two time MVP, uh, one of the uh, better sluggers of his era. Uh, obviously, played for a Atlanta team that for many years wasn't wasn't great. Um, but for me, I he was one of my fa- uh, favorite players as a kid growing up. Uh, I I would put him in. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Uh, Mr. Schaefer, are you putting Dale Murphy in? Oh, I got a career war of 46.5. I know watching him was a ton of fun. He was a great player to watch and watch play the game. The numbers I'm struggling with, the war is under 50. I got 2,100 hits, a career 265 hitter. Um, just shy of 400 home runs. I think he's very good. Okay. Mikey. Absolutely hated this guy, and he was a nice guy, but I hated him. He was a Dodger killer. Uh, you know, he has two MVPs. Honestly, there was probably a five-year stretch in the 80s, in the early 80s, where he might have been the best player in baseball. But um, the numbers just come up short for me. But, boy, for, for a while, he, he was he was the man. Um, but Hall of very good. Okay. Okay. What about you, Big Dave? Uh, you know what? With his bad knees and all, when I was pulling the open tops packs, when I got a Dale Murphy card, I was pretty excited. Um, back to back league MVPs. I mean, I think until Bonds came along, he was the only player with Roger Maris that had back to back MVPs that wasn't in the hall. Um, but I think the 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 steady regression that he had, he may be a victim of playing a little bit too long. Um, you know, uh, all are very good for me. All are very good. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I've got to go the same way. Um, I think he may have stayed, overstayed his welcome maybe two years too long. And, and most Philly fans will tell you that same thing. So, um, okay, so Dale's still on the ballot. He hasn't made it in. Um, okay, uh, let's go with you, uh, Dave Schaefer. Here's my next name for you. Don Manningly. Does Don Manningly get in, yes or no? Hmm. I know I loved watching him when he was uh, at his prime. 2,100 hits, career 307. MVP, 42 war. I mean, I don't know. I think uh, I think the numbers just aren't quite good enough on the whole. He had a hell of a run there uh, right before, you know, late 80s. Uh, hell of a run. But I'm going to put him in the very good. All very good. Okay. What about you, uh, Mikey? Uh, Donnie Ball game, Hall of Very Good. Um, great defender, great hitter. Uh, just the numbers, just he just couldn't play long enough. Um, and the last couple of years, his back was just really jacked. He just he just couldn't um, play long enough to put up the numbers. Okay. Hall of Very Good. Okay. What about you, Big Dave? Yeah, you know, I don't know about the whole Donnie baseball thing. Maybe you got to be from New York to, you know what I mean? Three 
lifetime 307, but I remember his having the bad back, 2,100 hits. But, you know, um, it, mediocrity at best. You know, there's a lot of, of hallowed names that wore the pinstripes. And, you know, I mean, I just think he's not quite there. Okay. Jim? All very good. Uh, I got to put him there. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the more uh, popular players of the 80s for sure. But uh, I, me personally, I, I got to go all very good. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go Hall very good as well. I, I loved him. I, I, he also played in an era where, um, Steve Garvey was there. I think Steve Garvey belongs in. He's not the next guy that I'll talk about, although most of you would have thought that, seeing that he was my favorite player. But Donnie played in an era that there's a lot of good players, but he just, you know, now if he would have, been healthy for another five or six seasons, how could he have helped that Yankee group in 96, 97, 98, 99, 2000, had he been healthy? But, yeah. All right. Here's my final one. Most people would have thought I would have went to Steve Garvey. I'm not going to go to Steve Garvey. I'm not going to go to Daryl Strawberry, although Daryl Strawberry would be a good argument. I'm not going to go with Paul O'Neill, who has the best highlight ever, kicking the ball in the infield. Um. Those guys won't come across my my lips, but let's go with a war of of thirty point or of sixty point three guy that played uh, for from nineteen seventy four to nineteen ninety. Dated Elaine on Seinfeld. How about Keith Hernandez? Big Dave, what do you think? Does Keith Hernandez get in or does he not get in after dating Elaine on Seinfeld? Okay, so yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, I think a prerequisite: if you are on Seinfeld, you deserve to be in the Hall of any damn fame. Um, not to mention the fact he's probably one of the greatest defending first basemen of all time. And I'm not a Mets guy. I'm not doing this for Meg. I'm not doing this for any glory. Um, growing up, I I enjoyed watching Keith Hernandez. He was the chunky guy, and I was the kid who had to shop in the Husky section, if you know what I mean. So uh, us big boys got to stick together. But yeah, Bobby man. Hill, Elaine, Bobby Hill. Yeah, yeah. You know, if he if he's good enough for Elaine, it's good enough for me. All right, Jim. What do you think? Uh, Seinfeld was one of my favorite episodes, uh, especially when they recreated the JFK assassination with the Magic Loogie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, MV co MVP in '79. This one I go back and forth on. Uh, I gotta say right now. All are very good, yeah. but uh, it wouldn't shock me if he does at some point get it. But I'd say right now, Hall are very good. Okay, okay. Uh, what do you think, Dave? Uh, great career, I'll say that. I remember him as much for the St. Louis days as the Mets days. He had some fantastic years. Um, he had a, a run of a 7-6 and a 6-7 war back-to-back for the Cardinals. Um, 60 war speaks a lot to me. I mean, you know, that is supposed to be all-encompassing of all the other stats and your impact on the game. So I'm going to say he's in. Okay. Uh, Mikey? Uh, you know, again, I'm with Dave. I, I mean... The Mets, uh, he had a 
you know, a nice run. Um, but the Cardinals, uh, you know, he was, he was something, um, I'm pretty sure he made me cry a couple times in the seventies, <laughs> but, uh, hall of very good. Um, I, I just, I need more numbers, but what a, a defensive guy as well, but hall of very, very good. So this one's tough for me because I really, really, really want to go the opposite direction on how I vote on this. But if I look at a guy, so when I look at the Hall of Fame, if you just go on the numbers, like Dave Schaefer said earlier, it gets to be tough, right? Because you're going to judge on certain barometers. You have to look at how well they played the game when they played the game and how dominant they were on and, you know, obviously off the field, they have to be pretty decent people too. Um, but Keith Hernandez, for me, this is hard to say because he did kill the Dodgers once or twice, but I would actually vote to put him in, even at 2,182 hits. Um, his war, I, in 1979, he had 48 doubles, and he hit 344. He had a number of seasons where he hit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons where he hit over 300 of his 17 seasons. So it's it's really, really hard to not put this guy in. Seinfeld, um, they even got, you know, some bad pictures of him smoking in the dugout, you know, didn't even care, right, how it all rolled. So Yeah, I, there was three specifics for the cigarette guys I can remember. One was Dick Allen. <laughs> uh, he, he's got caught smoking a lot in there. Not even get caught. I'm sure it wasn't even frowned upon back then, probably. Um, and Keith Hernandez and then Jim Leland, he, he always got, uh, caught, you know, smoking in there. So, um, yeah, I just, Keith Hernandez is tough. I, you know, there's guys like Garvey that belong in 20, almost 2,600 hits, you know, and things like that. They were dominant, but you know, Garvey's got what, 20, 2,599 hits. I, but Keith Hernandez, for argument's sake, is is your guy, right? So, yeah. uh, can I throw one more guy in there? Absolutely, go ahead. Has everybody taken a turn and we're done? No, no, no. yeah. Go ahead. Add, go ahead, Mikey. I was just going to have one thought. Show. One thought on oh, go Keith ahead. Hernandez. He's. I was just looking up a bunch of big name defensive stats for first baseman. Everyone I looked up had a negative defensive war except Keith Hernandez. So that says something. I mean, he he was a hell of a fielder. So yeah, that's worth anything. Yes. Uh, numbers wise, you know, a guy I think then you know when you talk about someone like uh, him um, would be Bill Buckner. You know, uh, we, we, you know the sad thing is we all know what he's really know. You know, the main thing he's known for and. Yeah. It sucks because he did have a hell of a career. Yeah, it's um I Bill, what do you guys think? Would you put Bill Buckner in? Jim? Well, I I look at uh yeah, unfortunately, uh he's he's remembered for the eighty six World Series, but uh nice career at the Dodgers. Uh and growing up, seeing him with the, the Cubs early on, um, 
I think it's it's time we, we take another look at him. Uh, I think the case can be made that he gets sent. Sure. Uh, what about you, Dave Schaefer? I remember him most from his time with the Cubs. Yeah. He he was a Dodger first and then got traded to the Cubs. It was either him yeah. or Steve Garvey, and they chose Garvey, which, you know, good job. <laughs> but, you, you know, 2,700 hits, career 289, um, probably worth another look for sure. Yeah. Um, I keep talking about war, and his war doesn't hold up. And defensively, he wasn't very good. So. But uh, he could hit. But to get to have a career batting average of 289 on 9,397 hits over a 15 or over a 22 year span, that somewhat holds something a little bit, right? If we're looking at numbers, Big Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, numbers wise, he's not blowing anything away. He, he's, you know, the Hall of Very Good, but. I'm all for let's putting in a sympathetic wing in the hall, the uh, Steve Bartman wing or, or however you want to put it for the womp womps. We, maybe we get, you know, Bugner passed away. We could posthumously put him in, you know, just uh, as a, as a, as a nod, but no numbers wise. I, I, you know, I do think he deserves a second look and he, you know, doesn't need to necessarily go down as the biggest blunder error and and history um but i mean men lie women lie numbers don't lie i don't think he gets in you you know it's it's funny that you say that too because it's like the uh, one of the feel good moments if you ever really want a feel good moment in sports go back to before he was sick go back to him getting what was it a standing o or something like that in 2009 at at Fenway, like all is forgiven type thing. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's a feel good moment right there, right? Yeah, I think that was the second time they had invited him, and he he the the first go around he said no. He was he was really hurt by you know how they treated him, um, mm-hmm. the fans, and I mean he geez he got death threats he got they made his life a living hell. Um, there was a there was a there was a story I heard. He went to um, they got some. He moved to Idaho. Yeah, and during uh nowhere during a, his kids were playing a game, and his son let a ball go through his legs, and he was told right away, just like your dad. <laughs> so even little Idaho, you couldn't get away from. Yeah, couldn't get away from that. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate, and it's it's kind of silly because it, it just. Yeah. I love the sport. I, I love sports fans. I, I'm not going to lie to you, but I love the ones that haven't really ever played the game at any high level beyond Little League that want to tell you, that want to show your faults. Like, I, you know, I want to go to their offices or whatever they do and tell them all the mistakes that they make. You know, and it just, it that, that kind of stuff just drives me batty. Does it right? grind your gears? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah. I mean, and, you know, and I've, well, I'll tell you guys that offline. I'm not going to tell that to you <laughs> online, but. Um, I was I, I was going to say, we were 
uh, talking Al, uh, Al Oliver before. The other name I was uh, contemplating throwing out was Dave Parker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, 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 a, scary, uh, what a scary at-bat he was. You know, I mean, as uh, me watching the Dodger, you know, play – I can remember Saturdays in night in the 1970s when you'd only get one, you know, one game on a Saturday, um, the, the Dodgers playing the pirates. I mean, he was a scary at bat and then he went to the reds and he was a Dodger killer. I mean, and a pretty, pretty sad story. What's going on with him now. Yeah. Yeah. But we all get old. And, um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, he's another one. Schaefer, how's that guy not in the Hall of Fame? How did we not, how did he slip by? Was he just on a ballot, a couple of ballots where people were just better than him? Which one are you talking about? Uh, Dave, Dave Parker. Parker. Yeah. Good question. I don't know. He was damn good when he was in his prime and that, uh, that Pittsburgh Pirate team was, was on fire. Yeah. That we are family pirates with Willie Stargell. He mm-hmm. was a great player. And even even in the eighties with Oakland, I mean, you guys remember him in the eighty eight World Series. Yeah, I get it. I wanted to pitch around that guy. He was still scary. Uh, and what a cannon! The guy's yeah. arm was Roberto Clemente like. I mean, he just had an absolute missile. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, for for all of you, thank you so much for talking Hall of Fame. Stick around for a second. Um, top fan rivalry followers. This is the best part of our community. Having Dave Schaefer on and, and having Big Dave and Mikey and we have uh, Jim there. I just, I love this community. It's been so much fun. Fellas talking about the Hall of Fame and Hall of Very Good. Um, you know, we elected, I think it was seven or eight guys tonight. We we pulled a few that you still got some work to do. Um, but, you know, obviously Keith Hernandez with his appearance on Seinfeld got him over the, the top. I Without that, he doesn't get there. But thank you so much, fellas, for being on. Stick around for a second. And um, just very grateful for you guys. Real quick. Ma- real quick. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mikey. Uh, I wish there was separate wings, you know, in the Hall of Fame where you have just the elite of the elite Hall of Famers in one wing. And then, you know, maybe a Hall of very, very good you know and the wing of all of why did you do that but okay you did it so you get in but you know maybe there should be different wings you know i mean there are some guys that just really did have really great careers but the numbers just didn't quite add up yep absolutely absolutely so thanks for being on fellas we are going to do this again Um, I hope everybody enjoyed this and we'll talk soon.